The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. Because when you got the glow, there is no stopping what you want to do. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details. Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend. This is getting really spiritual. You're My Best Friend. With two of my best friends, Marcia. So we're, we're not going to kiss them? Let me tell you this. Dropping a taco is a national emergency. You, I'm cutting you off. You're listening to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. Here are your hosts, Industrious Moxie Ann and the musing Ruben J. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And this week's episode is going to be fantastic. Yes. I don't know why it's going to be fantastic. It uh, just is. But uh, we're planting trees and taking names this week. Uh, oh my gosh. It's going to yes. be fun. Uh, make sure to stick around t- till the end of the episode to find out uh, what we are doing to help our guest plant more trees. Um, but Moxie, I know we normally start out with something good. Um, I want to start out with something sad this week. Why? I recently discovered... That the store that I buy my snapples at no longer snell, sells snapples. They no they no longer smell snapples. They no longer sell <laughs> snapples. Oh, that is terrible. Yes, it, it is a very well. Let me rephrase that. They do still sell. They still do sell snapples, just not the one that I drink. Oh. And um, I would I would appreciate some privacy and some some respect. Uh, during this during this really difficult time for me. Um, I did just discover that the donut shop across the street from my apartment sells the Snapples that you like. Yeah, but they probably sell them like $2.50 a pop. No, it's one twenty five. Yeah, see, it's still too much. <laughs> I was used to paying $0.99 cents plus $0.05 cents plus $0.08. Cents. That's almost one twenty five. It's nowhere near it. It's about $1.13. I do have something good, though, to combat something bad. No, No. I have something good that's really fitting. No. No. Not today. Not today, Moxie-Ann. Not today. I need a moment of silence. I need a moment of grief. Because the nearest place near my house that sells Snapple that I drink is the CVS Pharmacy. And you want to know how much they sell it for? No, not really. They sell it for $1.99. Just come to my donut shop. $1.99. So I would like to take a minute and say rest in peace, Snapple. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And for my birthday this year, which I'm celebrating on October 24th. No. <laughs> Excuse me. I would like 
Diet Peach Snapple in the plastic bottle, please. Because I only have three left. Oh, my gosh. And it's the end of the world. 2020 ain't going to do this to me. (laughs) (sighs) I am running out of options, Moxie Ann. Oddly, not the worst thing that's happened this year. It is the worst thing to happen to me. (laughs) Hamilton being canceled, I can live with. Oh, my gosh. Alter Bridge not finishing their tour. It's all right. I saw their show. Losing all four of my jobs. Whatever. I can still pay for Snapple. (laughs) Taking away my Snapple. It's crossing the line, Walmart. Can crossing I, can the line. I do something? Can I can I tell something good now? We don't have time. We have time. It's really good. And it's really fitting for this week's episode. You have three seconds. Go. All right. So this is a post from at Tales of a Kitchen Witch on Facebook. She posts some of my favorite memes, favorite posts of all time. Uh, but she posted this screenshot of something on Tumblr from Waffles Risa. And it says, when the lockdown happened in the UK, it happened very suddenly. At the law firm I work at, our office building emptied overnight when everyone was told to work from home. Oh, I saw no this. Time- No time to clear our desks. No time to bring office plants home. Fast forward three and a half months. Everybody assumes that their plants are dead. But then an email goes around and it turns out that one of the security guards is a florist. And the security team moved every single plant from all 12 floors of the office building into the cafeteria. So they turned the cafeteria of this office building into a temporary greenhouse. And there was cactuses and succulents and spider plants and terrariums, potted ferns. And then they individually labeled each plant by hand with a post-it note with a name and desk location so that the plants can go home after lockdown ends. And they put some pictures in there. Go check out at Tales of a Kitchen, which they posted this on September 1st. I just thought that that was really sweet, really pure, and very fitting for this week's episode. Uh, this week's episode nope. is something different nope. for us. Nope. No? No? Oh, I thought you were going to talk about who's on the episode. Okay. Well, no, it's just something different. So you have to keep listening uh, to the interview to see what we did this week. Yes, and when we come back from the interview, which is going to be in about 30 minutes, uh, Moxie, she has an apology. I do. She needs to apologize again. I do. And I think, I don't know what for. She didn't tell me. She just said she needs to apologize. <laughs> I think it's because she told Walmart to stop selling my Snapples. That's that's the theory I'm going with. And if that's the case, Moxie Ann. That's not it. Okay, thank God. <laughs> thank God. I got to figure out what's going on there at Walmart. We'll be back after this quick commercial break with somebody who grows trees. And welcome back. That was our commercials that we just played. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that commercial. Uh, and if you didn't enjoy the commercial, well, subscribe to our Patreon that we have not created yet. I don't know why I'm doing this why right now. Why are you now. so awkward? I don't know. Uh, I, I have no script. There is no script. There's no such thing as a script uh, for this podcast. You know why? Let's just get to our guest. Moxie, introduce, <laughs> let's introduce this fine gentleman who's joining us right now here in just a second. So I had the privilege of hearing the fine gentleman speak at my church a couple of years ago about this uh, nonprofit organization called Eden Reforestation Projects. And what this is, Eden Reforestation is a nonprofit whose mission is to provide fair wage employment to impoverished villainer, vil, villainers, 
villagers. I'm so sorry. As agents of global forest reforestation. So their model is basically to restore healthy forests while reducing extreme poverty by employing thousands of locals. Um, We are really excited to have the founder and CEO on the show, Dr. Stephen Fitch. And welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Great to be with you. We're still wonderful COVID era. Yes, we are socially distanced podcasting today. So, but thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to do this. I know you you must be busy uh, saving the world's tree supply, uh, which is a uh, which is a very important task. Um, so, but Moxie, this is this is uh, something that you know a lot more about than I do. Yeah. So, I'm gonna kind of follow your lead today. Yeah. Um, so, so I wanted to start out. We normally this is actually you know we're not a uh, we're more on the side of like pop culture and music and things like that. But this season of this podcast, we've been focusing on mental, you know, health and well-being and rejuvenation and replenishing and healthy, healthy uh, practices for life. And so I thought, what better way to focus on some healthy practices than focus on our world for an episode and to learn about a really, really wonderful organization that's doing major things around the globe. So I would love to have you start telling us who you are um, and talk a little bit about Eden Reforestation. Well, um, it's it's been a blast, that's for sure. We are now um, 15 years old. We're approaching the planting of our 400 millionth tree. We're, wow. We've scaled to the place where we're planting, um, like in... July, uh, we planted about 16 million trees in one month, and uh, August, it's going to go up, 17, 18, and we believe by the end of the year, we'll be at 20 million per month and more, and uh, we've got about, it, it varies because there's full-time and, and partial season workers, but it's in excess of 20,000 villagers working worldwide, and they're the ones that are planting all those trees. I've actually planted seven so far myself, but wow. it's, it's just, <laughs> no, it's not my job to, to put trees in the ground. It's, it's the workers. Cause that's where, that's our starting point is to provide employment so that these desperately poor people uh, no longer need to uh, prey upon the forest, cut it mm. down for timber or charcoal. Now they can uh, be paid a much better wage and be, productive and and contribute to the health of their local environment and to the world it's a win-win yeah that's amazing yep. you know it, it's an incredible number here that you plant just 400 million trees yes we're heading that's that we're getting pretty close to that by the end of the year we'll be there by the end of 2020 incredible. so I'm going to ask what might be a stupid question, but but how do you plant so many trees a month? Like a month? Like, it's honestly, that, that just blows my mind. Like I can't even, I can, I can barely wash a pair of pants, you know, like how, do, how in the world are you guys planting so many trees? Well, we don't hire people like you who can't even wash their own pants. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's, you know, people are amazed at how many trees uh, we plant. But here's my kind of, uh, well, I, I got to be careful with my language. It, here's my response. Did you know that trees have actually been growing by themselves for some time now? Um, <laughs> the Planting trees is not the hard part. 
Um, the hard part is, is honestly building the enormous infrastructure that, that goes into supporting that many tree planters and dealing with, honestly, very broken culture and corrupt governments and in the, in the last month or so, flooding and landslides and locusts and uh, COVID epidemics and, and uh, thugs who want to steal the salaries and on and on that goes. That's the hard part. Mm. And teaching people to wash their pants. That's important, too. <laughs> there you well, go. If there's a class teaching yeah. how to wash their pants, I'd, I'd love to enroll we, in that. Uh, we will help you. Oh, I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. I had a had an issue with the washing yeah. the other day, but this isn't about me. This is about you. Uh, I'm spending way too much time on these pants. <laughs> well, <laughs> didn't even wash them. I just threw them away. A new one. So, when you started this this project, like you said, now that the goal is to get people employed, was that was that your starting point as well, or what? Did you realize, oh? we're like destroying our trees. Like we also need to replant our trees or was it mainly just the employment side of things? No. um, You know, people ask how long did it take for you to come up with this idea? I'm 63 now. So 15 years ago, you do the math. It, it, it's taken a lifetime. Um, My parents were missionaries in the Philippine islands. So I grew up in a tropical paradise, a really weird upbringing, but I grew up in a, in a tropical paradise with, um, jungle and and incredible uh, coral reef systems all, all along the coast. And then going back to the Philippines uh, later in life and seeing the destruction of that ecosystem, the obliteration was kind of the, the starting point. Oh, kind of, oh, crap, this is bad. Um, while the U.S. was debating, you know, the whole consideration of climate change and climate mitigation. Then I was also working um, in Ethiopia and became over time friends with President Haile Mariam of the Southern People's Region. Um, we had started, you know, built a hospital, built clinics, built an HIV daycare center for uh, HIV orphans, uh, did, you know, built schools, all the traditional development stuff. And then he came to me one day and basically said, you know, you, you get a lot done. You raise money, you get stuff done. And I'd like you to know we're really grateful, but you're actually ignoring our nation's uh, most significant issue. And uh, I said, what's that? And he said, the environment. All the studies show if, if we can't restore our forest, then Ethiopia will be both ecologically and, and uh, economically destroyed as a nation. And then I made a giant mistake. I asked a politician how I could help. Um, and <laughs> he, he asked me to take over um, this failed, fully funded, expertly led uh, project at Uduwatete on the other side of Lake Hawassa. I'm sure you know where that's at. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, you've been there. Um, so bottom, bottom line is, is, you know, I, why should I consider taking over a project that, that that was fully funded and expertly led? I have all the wrong degrees. Uh, I don't. I didn't have any money, if you will, for that project. But I spent considerable time with the villagers and found out really 
um, how wrong the, the EU funded model was. And out of that, those long discussions and some studies during my doctoral uh, dissertation phase, I uh, came up with the uh, whole idea of employ to plant. And, and it really goes back to what I said earlier. Human beings are part of the, of the environment. A lot of environmentalist groups, they like to take you and say, bad people, bad people, go away. But how do you tell these desperately poor people that have historically lived adjacent or within these forests that they have to become refugees in essence? or they have to work for free, or they're bad because they're cutting down trees just to get enough money uh, for their uh, children to survive for another couple of days. So the, the employee to plant model is just really pragmatic. We um, provide fair wage employment to the villagers and their job is to produce the trees, plant the trees, and then protect the trees until they become forest again. That's incredible. So there's my speech. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. That's that, what we do. That's an incredible, yeah. incredible story. I remember hearing you speak at uh, Solid Ground a couple of years ago, and that speech mm -hmm. has stuck to me for many, many years. And just hearing, like, and when you came to Solid Ground, you showed some pictures, too, of before and after, you know, in these... Yeah places that have been just absolutely devastated and now seeing the regrowth it's incredible what it's doing for our world and for these people yeah there i mean when you're planting as many trees as we are and if you planted as many trees as we have we now have massive areas uh where we have forest that were that looked like deserts just you know five ten uh fifteen years ago now it's uh, a beautiful forest uh Wildlife has returned. The, the streams are running clear. The erosion and the uh, flooding has stopped, et cetera. It's, it's all the benefits that come from building healthy ecosystems. Wow. That's, that's an incredible story. Uh, Moxie, time for student question okay. number one. <laughs> okay. And then I have another question to ask after this. So, Steve. Not allowed. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So this podcast is called You're My Best Friend. Um, we love giving platforms to different organizations and, and people to share the stories of what they're doing. Um, and while we have you on, we would love to have you share some of your story. So, uh, and we do that in, in the form of funny questions. <laughs> okay. So the first signature question, and I know you guys are in so many different nations around the globe. I think it's eight different nations, right? Right. And expanding into three or four more next year. Oh. Yeah. That's amazing. As soon as we can get out of out of this COVID mess. Yeah. So in all of your travels, out of all of the food that you've eaten in all of these places, what has been your favorite taco? Are you a taco guy? Well, my favorite tacos are here in Southern California, of course. <laughs> of course yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. My favorite taco. I, I love... Uh, fish tacos. So a good street taco uh, around uh, Todos Santos, Mexico. You can't, it's hard to, to beat those. Yeah. That sounds, oh man, I just want to be in Mexico right now. <laughs> uh, second? I don't know. About yeah. that. I mean, not the second, but like in general. <laughs> street, talk, street tacos. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. the best. 
They're wonderful. You, you had another question? Yeah. So I wanted to ask the employee to plant model. Um, how have you seen that affect the lives of people directly as they get employed as they wages? How does that affect the lives of people in these countries? Well, you know, it, it's hard for people in the in developed nations like the U.S. and Europe to understand. Um, they don't understand extreme poverty. These are people um, who who live on less than two dollars a day, and that's not two dollars in cash. That's almost always the equivalent valuation of their their catch from the sea or what they grew that year uh, and harvested. So it, it's really crops and catch most of the time. The the, the majority of, of the impoverished people of the world, um, especially in the remote regions, they don't have a cash economy hardly at all. And so it's really easy to take advantage of them. Um, mm. And within their own culture, they're, they're frequently very abused. And um, indentured servanthood, a form of slavery, is very common in these communities. And we've seen literally hundreds and hundreds of our workers buy their way out of indentured servanthood. Wow. Um, crippling debt that it sounds crazy because it's usually only like 150 to $200 of, of worth of Malagasy, Ari Ari, or, um, uh, you know, the whatever the currency is in the nation. Um, and they, they're able to buy their way out and, and get free and then buy their own boats and and um this is something i i chat about i wish i'd have shared it at, at uh, solid ground most people think of poverty uh as resource poverty i don't have enough stuff the the real root poverty issue in so many cultures is identity poverty these are people that have no hope they they never expect to be able to uh, care for themselves their families um, they, they think they're going to be victimized and worthless their entire lives. So when you come along and you give them a job, the dignity of employment, and that's what we call it, um, they begin to believe in themselves and they, they, especially the women begin to do some remarkable things. They, um, save money. They send their kids to school. They, with the money they save, they, they start small micro enterprises, not, not from a loan program, but from their own savings. And about half of our female employees within four to five years have their kids in school and they're, uh, they've started some form of micro enterprise. Wow. That, that's a so it's, really, it's, it's transformational for them. It's transformational. Probably for entire communities. Because I could see that just uplifting an entire group. Yeah, and, and the, the economic flywheel begins to spin. I, one of my favorite stories is in Mahabana, Madagascar. Eh, the project had been going about seven years, and there was a, a woman there, and she was one of our leaders of 10. And our, our workers, you know, the planters, they, they tend to only work like uh, at most 15 to 20 hours a week, and then they have their traditional um, income sources. So she's leaning up against a, a boat, a big boat that's called a butri in Malagas. And it's used to haul cargo up and down uh, the seacoast. 
And so we're, we're chatting with her and says, yeah, tell me about this boat. She says, it's my boat. I bought it and I haul uh, cargo now. And she said, and I have three male employees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you go, that, girl. <laughs> that's yeah, a she, uh, <laughs> yeah, she she got a little cocky on us there and and told us uh, very clearly that that she was running the show. So I, I was amazed at her. <laughs> that is so. But that's, that's that's common. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into signature question number two, and then I have a question for him right. after the fact. All right. We are so thankful to have you here, Steve. Thank you. Um, oh, good time. All right. So signature question number two. This is this can be a bit of a tougher one. Um, so if you need to take a minute, that's totally okay. Signature question number two is, if you could have a life quote, if you had a life quote, what would it be? If I had a life quote. You know, for about the last year, I've actually had one. Um, try very hard not to be offended mm. and try even try even harder or I said it backwards try hard um, not to offend try even harder not to be offended I love um, that I we've kind of embraced I've kind of wanted to embrace that because it seems like we're living in a world where everybody is uh, offended at everything at every turn and you can't even express a thought or an opinion anymore. And I, I work in crazy environments. And boy, being being careful is not <laughs> common in most cultures. So, mm -hmm. uh, and there, it, it's it's just important that we get over ourselves. How's that, Steve? The answer offends me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. I <laughs> you know, I want to know, how are you funded? How do you, do you raise money? Do you have partnerships with, with local governments? How does Eden Reforestation, how do they get their money? How are they funded? And how does, you know, I saw somewhere that a dollar plant something like, what, 10 trees, 100 trees, a million trees? I don't know the exact number, but if you could clarify that for me, too, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, you know, um, the most, the majority of our funding actually comes from business groups. Uh, we have, we're closing in on 900 business partners wow. and, um, so, you know, for whatever widget, you know, they sell a head headset, um, that's, you know, 50 bucks or I don't know what, this was a gift from my wife for Father's Day. So I don't know what it was, but let's call it 50 bucks. They donate a dollar and that plants 10 trees and they sell, you know, a thousand of them a month, a thousand of them a month. So you get all of these businesses doing the same kind of uh, donate or, you know, donate for every widget sold. And that's about, um, 70% of our income now, but we're also getting, we also have a lot of, of uh, what we call small donors and, um, and we have a, quite a few major donors and we have some foundation money and it comes from a variety of sources. My, my honest desire would be that millions of people would say, Hey, this group Eden has actually found a solution 
to all kinds of crazy problems in one simple package. And while I can't give a ton of money, I can give $10 a month. I can give $20 a month. And that's, that's providing employment for somebody for $10 a month is providing employment for somebody for about two and a half days. Um, and their job is to plant all those trees. And that's $10 is a hundred trees a month. And with that, you're creating animal habitat. You're, um, restoring the, uh, aquifers and which means the water systems running again, et cetera. There's no downside. And just think of if millions of people would just do what little they could, we could fix this place. Oh, that's awesome. So here's what I want to do. Uh, if this is okay with you, Steve, and if this is okay with you, Moxie, I haven't I've not approved this uh, through our through our partnership here, but I have seniority vote here. Uh, so my vote yeah. counts. Uh, what I would get in a fight. <laughs> what I would like to do is I would like to donate personally $50 and I want to challenge Moxie to donate $50. And then on top of that, what I want to do is I want all of our listeners, if they can, to donate $10. So if we can get, say, five people to donate $10, what is that? 50 bucks? 50 bucks. Then the podcast put in another fifty bucks, so well, that would it. so that will be a total, of hopefully two hundred dollars that we we as a podcast will donate to 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 your organization. I know it's not a lot of money, but it's it's a little part that we can do on our end. How's that sound? It sounds awesome. If you want to contact Edith, our 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 uh, marketing director, Edith at EdenProjects.org, and she'll set up a campaign page for you. Awesome, perfect. We would yeah. love, we'd love to, we'd love to help you guys out uh, and do our part on this too, because I, I love the story. I mean, my, you know, I don't want to get turns about me, but my, my family was born and raised in, in, in Mexico for the most part. And, you know, uh, having a steady job like that, you know, would, would, you know, help them. I have a friend who, who, whose family is out in the Philippines who, again, a dollar goes a long way. So any, any time that, that yeah. we can help in the smallest ways. So we're going to figure out the details. Uh, we'll get with, with Edith and we'll figure out the details and we'll have those details in the description and in the outro of the show uh, as well. But but for at the very least, you're getting 50 from me and 50 from Moxie. <laughs> at the very least, that's all we get together. Hey, 100 bucks is 100 bucks, right? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> super excited. How, how can Moxie say no? You put her on the spot, right? I, yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's my that's my tactic here is, is just to, yeah. to get her to get, do good things and to do it live on the podcast, <laughs> you know, because yeah. there's no people say no. Uh, so she's buying yeah. well, Manip- just my no, Manipulation, no, no. guilt, shame are all beautiful things. So go for it. Yeah, we have a few minutes here left uh, in, in, with our time with, with uh, Steve again. The, the, it's called Eden Reforestation Project. Um, let's jump into signature question number three. And then uh, we have some more questions to ask him. All right. So signature question number three, this is a really quick one, instinctual, really. Um, <laughs> and we just talked about, you know, shame, manipulation, guilt, <laughs> all the foundations of a great friendship, which brings up the question, can you have more than one best friend? Outside of your significant other and f- familia. <laughs> can you have more than one best friend? Um, I, I, I've actually never since high school, since I actually grew up, um, never called people my best friend. I, I have really, really close friends that if, if I'm in trouble, 
I know they're going to be there for me and the same thing me for them and people that I can share my life with and not be judged, not be guilt tripped or, or shamed. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can have a, you can have a, a core of those. I would recommend you not become a blabbermouth with everybody on the planet, but uh, uh, <laughs> no, you, you, you can have those. And I, I've got those. Plus I, I will be married uh, 40 years in about, wow. uh, yeah. My wife is Dr. Claudette Fitch. She is a uh, doctor of physical therapy that specializes in juvenile neurological disorders. And I am her number one patient. She was motivated to help those people because of people like me. I'm, wow. I'm a juvenile and I definitely have neurological disorders. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. No, she's uh, awesome. Moss, do you have any any particular questions? Because I, I have one too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So in in your journey of doing this and, and the lives that you've impacted and the communities that you've impacted and the environment that you've impacted, what's the biggest lesson you've learned doing this do, doing this project? I mean, I'm sure there's tons you can choose from, but what's probably the biggest thing that you've learned uh, since doing this project? 14 years ago, 16 years ago. It's, it's, it's closing in on 16. Yeah. yeah. Nice. You know, okay. You got a guy with all the wrong degrees, um, but a life worth of, of experience. And, and I hope this doesn't come across as overly arrogant, but I was, I was asked by an organization just the other day, it, it's this uh, rather significant conglomerate called Goldman Sachs. If you've ever heard of them, they're, they're looking at uh, supporting us substantially. Um, they said, how, why are you so effective and, and successful? And I think the answer that the answer that I reported to them was we keep things simple. Um, Kiss, keep things, keep it simple, Steve. Um, <laughs> stuff, you, you know, you, you get once you, I have a doctorate, but uh, it's in an un, totally unrelated field. And I can bore you to tears with all kinds of ridiculous stuff associated with my degrees. Same thing with environmentalists. They make it so, and I'm going to say it, so damn complicated to plant a tree, um, to do so many things that you just think, how did anything ever grow? And this this idea of of employ to plant is is so simple. Just give people a job that live right there, and who've been growing stuff for most of their life. Teach them how to do it to scale. Um, reward them properly. Care for them properly. And good things come from simple solutions. Um, and what I, I'd close with this, there's no downside to what we do. For instance, if, if you're one of those people who's deeply concerned about climate change, well, we're planting massive numbers of trees and trees sequester carbon. If you think climate change is a hoax and you know that Gore and Clinton and all the others came up with this idea to control the world, well, trees still sequester carbon whether you like it or not. It's just basic high school biology. And, you know, all the extinction of animals these days, the mass extinction on the planet, it's mainly associated with habitat loss. So plant trees, the water tables that are dropping, 
uh, trees, forests are the sponges of the earth, plant trees. There's no downside. Yeah, there's my speech again. Hey, oh. it's a great speech. That's why why we're why we wanted to have you. <laughs> well, hopefully, um, I won't get in trouble for saying. What did I say? Something with a D. <laughs> no. Not at all. We'll we'll get in trouble. <laughs> oh, good, good. So I wanted to ask, um, and I loved your quote from earlier try hard not to offend and try even harder not to be offended. And you mentioned that a lot of these crazy environments, like people don't really care about that as much. And I feel like there are probably so many lessons that we can learn from the communities that are directly affected by Eden reforestation projects. Um, yeah. What what are some of the lessons that we can learn from these communities, from these people who are learning to work and to plant trees and to bring life into their environment again? What are some of those lessons? Well, you know, they, they, they live on the edge. Uh, there's that whole buzzword of sustainability these days and um, subsistence level uh, villagers, and often they're subsubsistence. These are people that are really intelligent. Um, and if they're, if they're given the chance to thrive, they will. And I think probably more than anything else um, in, in all of the turmoil that we're living in right now, um, you know, there's that we're all in the same boat. No, we're not. Um, hmm. we, we're all in the same storm, but we got a big boat we're in in the U.S., despite hmm. what, what some may think. Uh, they're they're in a tiny leaky boat, and make the best of what you got. Um, yeah, work hard, be responsible, um, move forward, and that's what I'm seeing from these people. When they're given the chance, they thrive. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely. I don't awesome. know if I answered your question, but that's that's what comes to mind. No, that's great. That's great. So one other question, and I was interested in hearing, how has the COVID-19 crisis affected your guys' progress? You said that you were looking at expanding into new uh, nations. Has it, has it slowed you down, <clears throat> affected your workers? Uh, what has is, what is coronavirus done to you guys? Well, you know, first of all, when COVID hit in, you know, March and the, in the lockdown went into to effect, uh, we thought, okay, people are gonna panic and, and Donations are going to decline. Um, amazingly, they didn't. We, we are still growing like crazy. Actually, it, it's, it's, it's so fast that it's, it's frankly a bit uncomfortable. We were growing by probably 140 to 200% this year in terms of our, our, of our income. And our, and our planting has gone from about 5 million trees per month to 15 to 20 million trees per month. But it's been hard because we've not been able to get out and, and uh, explore the processes that are necessary to open new nations, for instance. And a lot of our monitoring and verification processes uh, have been hindered. Like, you know, Indonesia's 14, 16,000 islands, depending on what you call an island. And, you know, our headquarters is on Biak, 
Island. And they can't leave Biak Island to go to Numfor or uh, Murwara or some of the other spots because of, of the restricted uh, travel. But we're finding ways and we're moving forward and we're getting uh, everyone paid and we're getting trees planted and um, it's just logistically more challenging. Yeah. Well, we, we, we wish you the best as, again, an awesome organization. Um, where can people find you guys on online, Facebook, uh, Instagram, where, you know, where's the best place to make you guys? Yeah, it's real simple. Edenprojects.org, E-D-E-N-P-R-O-J-E-C-T-S.org. We've got all kinds of videos on, on, uh, on, uh, YouTube. So Eden reforestation projects, just go to YouTube and we got, oh gosh, probably 75 to hundred by now at least. And you know, there's Twitter and all the other social media stuff that I'm too old to keep up with, but we have people that uh, take care of that. So, um, yeah, we're all over the place. Awesome. Awesome. Well, if you want more information on the Eden Restoration Project, re refore nice. Reforestation Project, uh, all the information will also be in the description of the podcast uh, and over at lifefriendshiptacos.com. Dr. Steve Fitch, thank you so much for doing this, man. We appreciate your time. And uh, again, if you want to donate, we'll have a link in the bio down below for you to. Oh, did he... oh. oh, we lost him, I think. Okay. Uh, he wanted to get out of here. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. We're, there we go. I don't know. Sorry about uh, that. No worries. No worries. Hey, hey, it's, uh, I guess when I'm done, I'm done. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve. Thank you. Oh, he's gone. He he was like, I, he, they cut me off. We're done. Uh, no, just kidding. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for having us. Uh, again, if you want to donate uh, part of our campaign, we are – uh, matching the at least the first fifty dollars, yeah. and depending uh, on what else we come up with in the next couple of weeks, uh, we might have a T-shirt or something that you guys might be able to yeah. to buy for to donate as well. Uh, Steve, thank you so much, man. We are going to go take a commercial break, and we come back, we'll have some more uh, from Moxie and I. All right. So is it checkout time for me now, for real? <laughs> Hold on one second. All right. And we are back. That was Dr. Stephen Fitch. That was a really cool episode. We've never done something like that before. Fitch? Yeah. Finch? Fitch. 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 Exactly. Perfect. Uh, hooked that, on phonics. Hooked it <laughs> on phonics. Worked it for me. All uh, right, Brian Regan. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, so yeah, that was a, that was a great conversation with Dr. Fitch and I'm excited to be partnering with them to hopefully raise, uh, what would, what would I say? 150 bucks, uh, if not more from, from the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We really want to help them out. Um, so we actually, uh, there is a link in the description for you to click on if you would like to support them, um, and let us know that you're supporting them by, uh, having listened to the show. So check out that link in the description. Um, and, you know, like, like I said in, in, in the, you know, in the podcast, I'm donating 50 bucks. Moxie's donating 50 bucks. And if y'all listeners could all like, if we, if we raise 50 bucks collectively, 
as a unit, the podcast will put in another 50 bucks. That's $200. Mm-hmm. That's $200 that yeah. and it may not sound like a lot of money, but for two people who aren't millionaires, that's a lot of money. Yeah. That um, is a lot of money. So, uh, if, if you can give a buck, give a couple bucks, give 10 bucks, give 50 bucks, whatever you want to give. Uh, this is, this is something that I think is, is a great cause. It plants trees and it keeps people working and we need that in this world. We need, uh, more of these struggling countries to have people working and become independent and start. I mean, I really enjoyed hearing about that lady who started her own like uh, cargo business after working here for a long time. So yeah. really excited to be partnering with them. At the very least, we're putting up a hundred bucks of our own money, our own personal money. And if we are able to get another 50 bucks uh, included from, from listeners, it'll be the, the podcast. will put its money where its mouth is, which is weird because podcasts shouldn't have mouths. To, uh, Sorry, that threw me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> to put it in perspective, $200 is 2,000 trees. Jeez. Yeah. That's a lot of trees. That's crazy amount of trees. That's a lot of trees. I want I want like 12 trees. I'll be happy. <laughs> like, like if I can just get like 12 trees. I want 12 trees named after me. So for my birthday this year that I'm celebrating on October 24th, I want <laughs> diet peach snapple in the plastic bottles, and I want... 12 trees named after me. Oh, my gosh. Perfect. So, Moxie, you have an apology. The floor is yours. I do. I do have an apology before we close out. Last week, I, I've i made a personal commitment to learn Spanish by doing this podcast. Uh, last week, what? I forgot. Wait, 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 what? I have made a personal commitment that by doing this podcast, I will learn how to say all the numbers. And so all the numbers, all the numbers, how many doing this for a while? How many, how many more podcasts do you think we have left? I don't know. But last week I forgot to tell everyone because you needed to know this, that it was episode numero 57. And I am so sorry because I just totally forgot. And this week is episode numero 58. You know, my and aunt, I'm white. my aunt listened to this ep- to an episode recently, which is weird because she only speaks Spanish, um, and she begged of me to never let you speak Spanish on the podcast ever again. So I don't believe you. Well, you don't have to believe me, but what you have to do is go to our Amazon link down below. It helps the show out. Moxie, tell them a little bit about this Amazon link. This Amazon link is so easy. I have actually like it's so I've booked, easy, easy, it's so easy. Um, I've actually bookmarked this link on my work computer when I make purchases, uh, like for events and stuff like that. I just use the Amazon link and I bookmark it from my homepage. Uh, it works on Chrome if you want to bookmark it up at the top bar. It works on Safari if you want to bookmark it from your start page. Um, and then anytime you use Amazon, just click that link, go to Amazon. And it'll actually give us 10% of your purchase, which doesn't sound like a lot. But if a lot of people are buying really small things, it throws a couple of bucks our way. It's a really easy way to support the podcast without spending more than you normally would. And it makes us feel like we're special and like we're loved and people actually care enough to bookmark a link for us, which is awesome. We don't even last week or last month, we saw some purchases on there that were not from Ruben or I and were from some other people. And that was really cool because we were I was like asking my mom, I was like, mom, did you order this? And she was like, no. And I realized 
somebody's actually using this link to yeah support the whoever podcast. whoever bought the weird butt smoothing cream we need to talk <laughs> i need to know if it works <laughs> So anyway, thank you for supporting this show. Please make sure that you check out the Amazon link in the description. Bookmark it on your computer. It will only work from your computer, unfortunately. And use it next time you make an Amazon purchase. Even if you just like go and browse and add stuff to your cart on another browser, then when you go to buy it, like close out the window, like add stuff to your cart, close out the window, and then hit that link and reopen the window and then complete your purchase. That's what I do. And it works. It's awesome. That's probably why we haven't gotten a lot of money in because people are, people are doing that. I don't know if that works. No, it does work. Oh, yay. Uh, yeah, do that. And then, of course, uh, keep an eye out on our Instagram page. Yeah. <laughs> what's we our post lots of memes. What's our, inst- what's our Instagram? <laughs> our Instagram is at best friend podcast. Do you want to know why I'm telling them to keep an eye out on our Instagram? Why? Because... We got our and tacos t-shirts in and we're going to oh do a photo gosh. shoot. Oh my gosh. And we might give one away for free. I'm so ready. We might give two away for free. Who knows? Oh my gosh. Why are we whispering? I don't know. So yeah, make sure to check out our, uh, our Instagram page because uh, we do have these new, t- new t-shirts. I got a sweatshirt or a hoodie. Mox got a sweatshirt. Brad got a t-shirt, which by the way, when, when we, when I gave Brad his t-shirt, he almost started crying on how cool it was. Yeah. He, you know, he cries really easy. He was also very exhausted. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, check that out and also head over to tinyurl.com forward slash shop best friends and purchase your and taco. We need a better name for that shirt. I like it. I like it a lot. It sounds like I'm saying and, and tacos, not, I don't like that you named it and taco. Like singular, because there should always be more than one taco. Depending on how big the taco is. I'm just saying. Yep. Uh, that is all we have for you this week. Stay tuned for next week. We have an incredible guest. Uh, she's an author. She's an actress. She's a, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what else she's working on right now, but uh, Gabby Stone, Gabrielle Stone. What, what's her What's her real name? Gabrielle? 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 Yeah. Gabrielle? Yeah. Gabby? Gabrielle. Stone. Stone will be here next week. <laughs> uh, and Honestly, one of my favorite episodes of the season. And then our season finale with Miss Lori Bischoff, which uh, has fundamentally changed the way I look at things. I got to read her book between now and the time this podcast airs. Uh, so super excited for the rest of the couple of weeks that we have planned for you guys. Moxie's off to Colorado. I'm off to go nap. And we'll see you guys next week. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie M. And we are out, out of, of time. Mm, we are out of time 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 legacy legacy what is a legacy okay we really need to stop this podcast when we say this seriously all right i'm breaking up with you bye oh okay bye the post-workout glow at planet fitness doesn't just feel great it feels 80s pump-up jam great because when you got the glow there is no stopping what you want to do and now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details.